You're listening to Fear, the Anthcast. I'm Josh. I'm JD. I'm Jason. <laughs> I still got you. I still got you. You thought you were safe. Beer in mouth. Because I was swigging my beer. It came out of nowhere. It did. So unpredictable. I, That's fine. I get that. I was watching him like a hawk. <laughs> you were trying really hard. <laughs> All RKOs come from yes. out of nowhere. There's people yes. in there. <laughs> watch out, watch out. Yep. Ah, we are finally back in the Nth Castle. Yes. And it yes. is slim down. It is. Not not humanity wise, but room wise it is slim down. Yeah, we have room to stretch out. We it's do weird. have Yes. Uh there was a table in here before, right? There there was. Now there's just a ironing board? What is this? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh TV tray and some mattresses. <laughs> it's, it's some dirty mattresses to and paint a panel a van. <laughs> No, just with the house being on the market, we had to clean everything up. And it's understandable. Boy, it cleaned up fairly nice. It's it's nice in here. It's it's still cozy. That's true. There's some breathing room. Mm. So we're a little more spread out. Mm -hmm. In fact, if we hold out our hands, we could touch each other. Well, you two can, but I he could touch you if his bike wasn't in the way. (laughs) (laughs) My arms are shorter (laughs) on purpose. Yes. What was today? What was the episode last night? I, I forget the title. Did you look it up? Drowning in Water, Burning in Flame? Yes, which was the name of the... The book. The book. The post well, the post book. That's a Dragon Force song. <laughs> I'm thinking about joining a post-coital book club myself. Oh, yeah. no, that sounds like the best kind of party. <laughs> yes. Just throw all the keys in a bowl and put a book next to the bowl. I don't know. How, how could you get any reading done? I, it's like, no, it is nap time. I maybe have time for a sandwich, but that's about it. Reading is not what I want to do after. <laughs> it's not how I envision the rest of <laughs> this. This wasn't how I this saw is, this This happening. is a post-apocalyptic, post-coital book club, so yeah. there's a lot of things that happen before. That feels. I feel like there's too many rules. I think post-apocalyptic <laughs> things should be... Post-apocalyptic coital book? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a long one. Maybe right. that's just the book title. <laughs> yeah. we, we could make a... Acronym, if, if you get bored. Oh, yeah. The PAP Club. That's right. <laughs> PAP Club. Did y'all know that the acronym for the episode two years ago stands for the end of the world as we know it? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if y'all had talked about that or not. Or we You were there. Talked. Was I there? Yeah. And we did say that. that one. And we said that. Oh, okay, good. I yeah. can't remember. It's okay. All right. Hey, are we bringing back the good old segment of what did Jason think that Josh thought of the episode? Why should we? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. There really hasn't been a uh, ground swell, a clamor. <laughs> Nobody's demanding uh, it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Nobody's the only person like, who wants it. Man, I really wish Jason would guess this week. <laughs> That's right. And, and if we're learning anything about uh, the economics of the apocalypse, uh, I don't. I don't think – that uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, I really yeah. Don't. you started Economics. your sentence and you just it just missed it the just, It was there. cool. It started <laughs> off strong. I felt like Strand there for a minute. Started <laughs> yeah. off strong, and now just I don't know what that character's yeah, doing. Started at the oh, bottom, man. Okay, but let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah, might as well. Where do you want to start? Let's start with the opening with the old couple. Right. What a great cold opening. I I that was pretty cool. Yeah. I liked it because it was sweet. And it was short. Yes. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. No, and yeah. I, I love her not having her teeth in. Yeah. Which would be the worst feeling in the <laughs> world, right on that part of the neck? Just gumming. Oh, that'd be terrible. You know, and he, he had arms wide open uh, under the sunlight. Thank you, Scott Staff. <laughs> welcome, yes. to, welcome to this world. I'll show you everything. <laughs> Do your... Jesus Christ pose. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I know. I got to put my foot up on the monitor mm, and I need a yeah. fan blowing in my face. I feel face. like I'm in my own prison. Yeah. Listening Court to is this. in session. <laughs> the verdict's in. Come on, let's go. Is the verdict in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're all no, made but, of human clay. Oh, God. God. <laughs> what if? What if? This has I, to stop. <laughs> <laughs> no more. That's the only Creed songs I can think of. That was like being alone in a room surrounded by Creed. That was my reaction. <laughs> they were just both going. I don't know if anybody else is gonna is still listening now well, after that. Well, this whole, whole series about nationality, race, creed, religion. <laughs> That's what this whole series is about. 
You're not wrong. Ah, <sighs> that's why I love it. But right. yeah, we'll get to he, it. He just held his arms open, gave her a big hug, mm. and then worked to where their heads were in line and just boom. Yep. Because he didn't want to live without her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she clearly. I, I mean, I assume she died in her sleep. Right. I don't. There were no signs old. of struggle. They were old. I don't want to say clearly because later in our re- retractions, or excuse me, not retractions, it'd be observations. I did go back and watch the first two episodes. I still need to make it through three. And I have an observation about Travis's death yes. that I would like to talk about. Someone was wrong. But we're going to. What? But we're going to say How was that. I wrong? Well, we'll get to it. We'll get okay. to it. Put, put but you were wrong. Put I'm a excited. pin in that. We're going to get back I was to it. <laughs> you were so convincing like that you had, you had me doubting myself, even though I knew what I saw. Are you about the bite? Yes. The, he was big. He was not. No, we're gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Was not. We'll get Damn, to it. Daniel. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Well, you followed right along. I think you should check the gun. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I was like, I knew what I saw, but he was so sure. I was like, okay, maybe I guess that's, so. Maybe that's the bigger issue. Maybe you should think for yourself instead <laughs> I, of following his lead. I, I argued. That's right, I puppets. Come with me. <laughs> the puppet Dance monkey. Dance monkey. So when the shot goes off, uh, they fall and they hit a candle or something, and the house burns down. It was a Coleman lantern, yes, is what it was. Tomato, tomato, and it went poof. Same thing. It, it, yeah, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Far is far. Yeah, yeah. And it went. It went kabloch. Mm-hmm. And then people are trying to rescue the house. But I love the leader. The leader over Broken Jaw Ranch being like, "Yo, they're gone. Uh, Save the water. Give it up." Which is literally what I was thinking. I was just like, what what is happening right now? That house is like literally six by six. If you can't look inside and notice that there's no one alive still. (laughs) What the shit are you pouring water on it? Engulfed. Yeah. They gone. Yes, they're gone. And if you're trying to save the house, that shouldn't be. If you can't run into it. It's over. It's over. I mean, that's a pretty good rule of thumb, I think. Um, You're not going to throw water on a fire until it gets put out, and then that person still be alive if the house is engulfed in flames. I've been known to throw wet blankets on plenty of things, but I wouldn't throw it on a fire that's, (laughs) no, you know. The the, the whole house is burning. Everything, every orifice. But I think it was a symbolic (laughs) gesture. Symbolic gesture uh, being an older couple that was there that helped uh, found the... uh, (laughs) What would you call it? Ranch. It would nation, be a little awkward you, to walk up ranch. to the house and just watch it burn without putting out any effort. Yeah, well, they were uh, they were old. <laughs> yeah. They lived a good life. Yeah, so yeah. They had a good run. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was more of a a, a gesture, sure, uh, than anything else. And I think that's why when Jeremiah comes up and says, "Quit, stop it, stop yeah. that," it's stop it. It's because stop he's it. old too, and <laughs> he like, knows. All these young bloods. I, I just wish it would have been me in there. <laughs> I'm tired of this can you, shit. Can y'all turn this. around and we'll let me run in there? Yeah. Just I'll go the, get them. Yeah. <laughs> going to set my own fire. Yeah. So, and again, it was short, mm-hmm. but to the point, uh, I don't think we, uh, what I liked about it is it, it still gave us a fresh uh, perspective of what it was like when the world falls down and another scenario that we hadn't seen before, which is she couldn't bite him. She had died in her sleep. Her teeth were in a jar. Yeah. And so she really posed no threat at all. It's like the walkers that Michonne had with her. Yeah. They didn't have teeth or jaws, but we cut them off, but we hadn't seen this before, especially in the marital relationship aspect and them wanting to go together and just, it was sweet. Yeah. So I thought, good for them. Still able to bring something fresh to the table. Yeah, absolutely. And then the next day, everybody's just so distraught. What happened? What happened? How did they die? What started the fire? So many unanswered questions. Yeah. And they didn't get any answers. No, because the only people that were there are dead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm, they go. I, I just love that that they're all like, "How did this happen?" And nobody gives them any reassurance yeah. or any. Nobody really comforts them. They're like, "We don't know. It just it just happened. Yeah. You got to move on now." 
And we never saw them draw, drag out the bodies. So, I mean, they probably could have put two and two together if they had looked at them. So, yeah, burnt, you could have seen a, a bullet hole. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But depending on how hot that fire was, they could have got burned up all the way. That's true. Because they were old. <laughs> sure. And you're more flammable as you I, I, I think so. All the dead, <laughs> yeah. all the dead skin. Just, so, what I, okay, let me just, uh, since we're not doing that segment anymore, I, I, I'm going to just say now that I felt like, almost like this episode was part of an episode that should have been longer or should have been a two-parter because it. I liked all the Madison and Troy and the Nick and Jeremiah stuff, but I felt like the Alicia and the I know that kind of fit too. But the yeah. Daniel and Strand stuff, there was just continuing. I think they were trying to finally do an episode where they're doing both stories. Yeah, yeah and it didn't. That didn't quite work for me in mm. this episode, and, and maybe it was because we're coming down off of one hundred, which is arguably the best episode yeah. of the series so far, mm-hmm. where they focused on. Primarily the one character, which is right. something that The Walking Dead does quite often. Sure. I felt like they were trying to do too much in this episode. Um, I didn't dislike it. I thought it was a great episode. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. It wasn't as great as last week, but I felt like the Daniel Strand stuff maybe could have waited a little bit. Sure. I felt a little... And maybe my opinion about that is kind of flavored by, I don't know what the hell Strand's game is right now. And it's like, he's got to have... I, my heart wants to believe he's got some kind of plan because he's looking like a dumbass right now. It really is. And it's like, eh, it's I not really, really don't his think, character. I don't think he thought that the hotel would have been overrun and there would have been nobody there. I think if, when he got there, he people would have backed mm. up his story. Like, yes, Ophelia was here. Strand was here, too. We just kicked him out. I and mean, you know why. Because he talks out his ass and he, yeah. he he's not the greatest person. But, yes, he's totally – and that would have maybe given him some credibility with Daniel and then also gotten him away from Daniel. Yeah, and I think that maybe is his end game I, because I clearly, clearly he doesn't believe in his heart that he'll ever meet up with Madison um, – or Ophelia or any of them ever again, no. because I think he was counting on the people that he was there with after they had all left to help kind of back up his story. And then he hightailed it out. Right. Right? Because as soon as they, as soon as they all meet up again, his ass is grass. Yeah. Yeah. So he has nothing at that point. Um, so I don't know. I, I was just, it, it felt kind of strange. Um, yeah. I, I think maybe they're just trying to move them all. Some more of that chess piece thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to set up what's going to happen because, I don't know, they're all in different places felt, now. And Daniel's going to be looking for Ophelia, so maybe he'll run into Madison in them. Who knows? It just felt a little know. cheap with, with Daniel after last episode. I agree. It just felt like, I don't know, they were trying to progress his story past where we left off. And I don't even think, he, like you said, I don't think they needed to tell any of that, at least in this episode. Not I think in this they episode, could have, no. like, left it out. And been like, hey, this is what Daniel was doing, you know, last week or whatever. Because it was just, it felt really, I don't know. Last last episode ended on such a cool note and awesome episode. And then, yeah, just felt really cheap. Like, oh, here we go off on a journey. Right. And him just yeah. being really forceful and mean unnecess- and cruel. I mean, it's strained. you you got to treat him that way sometimes for you to get your point across. Be like, I don't want to listen to you talk. Just do what I say, and, which is how yeah. he interacts with him. And leaving all the people at the dam, like, I don't know. Th- it just felt like I literally, whenever they were in the car together, I was just like, what, did I miss something? Right. What What is happening right now? Wait, it wait. just felt removed well they said it would take a day to get there and back but so i agree with you yeah, yeah. and strand made a valid point he's like yo you were leaving her there with the wolves at the water source that everybody's gonna want this is not a great idea why are you leaving which was true yeah. well, D- daniel has no desire to be the man he has no desire to control that resource strand does yeah yeah because that's that's a great key to survival if you have that much water, you'd yeah. probably be okay. And that's that's right what people own. like him do. Exactly. They find resources that they can ex- you know, extort. That's mm-hmm. his uh, meal ticket, yeah. if you will, mm-hmm. even though he doesn't deserve any of it because he didn't do anything <laughs> Stumbled across. to claim it. That was all Daniel. Well, yeah. that's what 
people like him do. But he's a vulture. Yeah, vulture. He's a damn vulture. You find <laughs> you're a scavenger. You find people that do the kill, and you just collect the scraps. Mm, that's right. Without doing any of the real work. Yeah, mm. I love people like that. Yep. I feel like you're being sarcastic. I feel like that's not true. I feel like he just uh, pointed at me no. with his beer. <laughs> I'm not being sarcastic at all. I feel like uh, he's making eye contact with you. That was super harsh. <laughs> That's way harsh, Ty. Just way come. Harsh. This comes in. Yeah. After several seasons, just rolling. <laughs> hey y'all! After all the legwork that I, somebody did, I see you have an extra mic here. Right. You know, you're not doing anything with it. By the way, I'm not going to buy that mic. What <laughs> <laughs> do y'all pay for? It. Or that's about par for both. That's about right. That's about right. Yeah. That's all right. You weren't the first to do it, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he knows who he is. But enough inside hey. jokes. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think of Alicia's little story? Oh, here we go. Mm. <laughs> so she's had enough to drink, apparently, and uh, and Gretchen. She was, she was partying while that place was blazing right what kind of she was blazing (laughs) while they were blazing what kind of bullshit bible study is this the kind i want to go to i (laughs) I feel like i'd have paid more attention (laughs) this is going to make more sense if you get blitzed right i guarantee it (laughs) it's not wrong if you get drunk and high yeah make perfect sense So, but the next morning, she's just so hungover in Madison, though. She's like, sweetie, if you party all night, you're going to pay the consequences. As Ryan Lochte always said, if you're going to be a man at night, you got to be a man in the morning. That's right. Yes, that is a quote. It's weird that you know Ryan Lochte quotes. Well, yeah. Are you really into swimming? You see how that worked out for him uh, this past summer. In Brazil? Yeah. Uh, We better get out of town. Uh, We we didn't do nothing. These guys tried to rob us in a a gas station bathroom. (laughs) Gunpoint. It was terrifying, oh, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, and Gretchen, uh, Gretchen is cracking me up. She's like, uh, "Our friend has been working the still, so let's Ooh, let's let's hang out again tonight and have more Bible the dog. study and get some squeezins." Hey, that works. It does That's work. The best thing you could ever do. Is... Hair of the dog. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, mm. so pro tip. <laughs> flank steak with salted butter and put on some wet sauce. Yes. Speaking of flanks, <laughs> speaking of flank steak, steak and uh, that's nice and buttery. Oh God! Uh, let's keep talking about Alicia. Okay. Uh, yeah. She so, yells at uh, Jakey boy. Hollers. Yeah, she hollers at him. But, okay, well, let's talk about Jake for a little bit. I mean, he's kind of. If you take a step, okay, I take a step back from this episode. I go. Damn, he might be one of the most logical people in all the ap- apocalypse because he sees all he's he sees the big picture, but not from I mean like super long term. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's like survival, 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 food, guns. And yeah, his monologue was a little cheesy, but <laughs> it can't all be about guns. Sure. What, and what about after? What yeah. about after? Well, yeah. after you give her a book. Right, right. Post, uh, post quarter book club. But let let's talk about that a little bit because yeah, this is to. not the first time Alicia, I think, has felt this way. She's we kind of if we kind of go back, especially season one, when they were still when when things were still fresh, things were still new. When I think in her heart, she was still holding out hope that, uh, well, even in the first part of the second season when they were on the boat, I mean, she was still full of hope. And she still had all she had all these big plans. You got to mm-hmm. remember, she had a man that she had plans with, and that got taken from her. She has given up a lot, uh, especially in her mind, because her brother's taken all the attention away right. from uh, what her mom would give her, and you know, life is just taken, 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 taken from her, and that just doesn't set well. And, but it was a little disturbing for her to basically say, why does this shit matter anymore? Why is poetry and art and these kind of things? It doesn't matter. Why does it matter? And that that was, to me, that was the most disconcerting thing I could think that someone, the conclusion someone could come to. Because it's like, well, you're kind of, you're, you're, you're giving up, you're not giving up practically, but you've kind of given up mentally and you're just i guess you're just going to kind of go with the flow and and you know just be 
primal. Just just kind of yeah. you know go with your urges. Well, there's which no I think, separation there from anybody else who's surviving. You're just that's, another survivor. That's right. And there's no like long term goal or vision. Yeah. Well, I don't think. I think after all that they've been through, it's hard for her to see a long term future. After seeing it would be. someone like Travis get killed and yeah. everybody that she's ever known is really struggling to survive. And they haven't been on that ranch long enough to have the luxury to think about art in the future and preserving who we are as humans and preserving humanity. But he has. And so he's yeah. the one trying to convince her, like, no, 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 I've been here long enough. This is something that we've planned for for a long time. We didn't think it would be like this. Mm. We thought it would be the government falling. The end of but democracy. That's, that's important because they were planning about that before. Before they knew there was going to exactly. be apocalypse, and, and still new for her, or she's got to she's got to get to the point yeah, yeah. where she could see that. And I think it's just a learning process and an acceptance process. Like she's in survive mode, been on the ranch what three four days now. Mm-hmm. But that makes sense because, and it's hard not to go back and forth with the Walking Dead and fear the Walking Dead. But whenever we see where they are and at a further point. And they've only just recently gotten to this point where they're thinking future plans and they're not just survivors or killers or whatever. They're thinking about children growing up and, you know, planting trees that'll last for 30 years. Yeah, doing stuff like that. And so for, you know, for her to not be in that mindset at this point makes a lot of sense. But, uh, yeah, it makes sense for him to be in that mindset just based on he's already been prepping to survive for a long time. Do you think that gives that that gives him an advantage then or that whole ranch a certain advantage because they've already gone through that and they're in that mode of rebuild already. I feel like it doesn't it doesn't I mm. I think the mental state helps them mm-hmm. like They've already been in the mental state of like we're helping ourselves and we we prepare for ourselves. That's how most of the community thinks already is that like, oh, we, you know, got all this food and we, you know, prepped and did all this stuff. So why should you reap the benefits? So they already have this mindset of like, yes, let's prepare and be ready. But I think the scenario in which the end is happening, I don't. I don't think they're Yeah, I don't think they're prepared mentally for that because I bet most of them haven't seen any real action. They've been on that ranch a long time. So they have an idea of what's happening in the outside world, but they haven't experienced it. So like if a herd or something comes through, or if we find out later in this episode, if they go into a war with another group of people, Mm, it's coming too. I don't think that they're prepared for that. They were just ready to survive on their own. Sure. They've got guns and they're willing to defend themselves, but until you actually put that into action and into practice, I don't, you you don't know if you're ready. There's multiple versions of survival. Sure. There's some survival where you have the food and resources you need to keep living longer, and then there's survival that involves protecting you and yours. Right. So, and I do think that they're they knew that if the government was going to fall, you knew that militias and rule martial law would kind of be in order. And so I think that they prepped for that, but I'm really just curious to see when shit hits the fan and they're called into action, who of them will be able to actually step up it and perform and who will be like, oh my God, this is not what I thought it yeah. would be. But from what we've seen, there's only a select few uh, number of people in that community who actually can perform outside of the their fence. Right. And they're the ones you know? who go on and, excursions. And you know that by how... They treat people, you know, that they, you know, other people that they don't think will survive, like Madison, whenever she's going out there, he, he just assumes that she won't be able to handle herself because right. they're used to people not being able to handle themselves. And that so. certainly is not the case because she right. can handle herself quite well. And that's that's something that was very well evidenced in this episode in I thought that that scene where they actually took a little pit stop to take care of the, the inmates on the roadside, yeah, that was important for a couple of reasons. Uh, we hadn't quite seen anything like that. And what I mean is we haven't seen a busload of inmates, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. I don't know. I mean, the bus crash, whatever, that would probably make sense. Um, sure. Or maybe you know, whatever. Maybe it was like a 
Con Air kind of thing, <laughs> which is kind of cool to think about. Yeah. But the the first thing that popped in my head is this is the great equalizer because you've got cops and inmates and they're no different than one another once they yeah. turn. And they're they're all after you. But they have a different backstory. And I thought that was important because it's like I'm not sure we've actually really explored that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I can't think of an instance where it's like you have law and criminal side by side coming after you and it doesn't matter what their past was because right. that's irrelevant. But I, it was a good reminder for me. It's like there – to me, it reinforced the idea of the episode, which is the world has changed drastically and we're reverting. Jeremiah even said that when his talks with Nick, where he had several talks with Nick. We're reverting. But we're also reverting back to not just looking out for ourselves but kind of coming together and creating a – you know reverting back to our own kind, if mm-hmm. you will. And that's an interesting theme to explore. And I, I like that because that's a, that is very different than the walking dead. Mm-hmm. Um, because now essentially with this new character Walker, which I'm not sure if that's genius or just stupid to call right. him Walker. <laughs> right. It's a little on the nose, a little on the nose. Um, yeah. Well, they don't call them walkers in this series, right? So it's the infected. The infected. But that guy is like, okay, we're we're about we're we're going to kill you, we're going to kill you, and we're going to take back our land. True. And it's time for the Mexicans and the Indians to take back their land. And I was like, damn, that's that's pretty heavy and that's pretty big because that's something that's been centuries old, Uh, and I think there's a lot to explore there. So I'm. Interested to see how that all plays out, but if we go back to this this ranch and we think about how does the fact that they had prepared for a disaster, so they're a little bit further along in their mentality. It, it again, like you said, it did, it came about differently than they thought. They thought mm-hmm. it would be the fall of democracy. When now it's the fall of everything, right? And, and democracy doesn't exist anymore. Uh, there's no rules. There's no laws. Uh, yeah, you're prepared, but are you really? Do you have people that are capable? Right. Not maybe a handful, but not really. But then are you capable of integrating and helping and rebuilding society with just people in general as opposed to people that look like you, which I think mm-hmm. is their biggest stumbling block is yeah. – I mean they even address that. It's like Luciana doesn't feel care- comfortable staying mm-hmm. because she's not wanted. Well, I mean, Jeremiah said it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> he said it's because, you know, she doesn't feel welcome here because she doesn't want to be here. Well, but there's two sides to that. Well, right? I, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you, but I don't I don't think that there's – I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but there's plenty of people there that probably don't believe that and are like, hey, no, she doesn't look – I mean, Troy, for example. Yeah, well, it will, Jeremiah's words don't justify the way Troy acted. Right. Oh, so, sure. <laughs> and especially the way that Jeremiah acts towards Troy, there's no like vengeance or justice right. involving the things he did. And so why would she want to stay there? There's clearly. Yeah. And then the other side like, is, is like a har- no harm, no foul. kind That's of right. Yeah. You can't. She's upset that someone like that is allowed to yeah. exist. Mm-hmm. And Jeremiah Unchecked. is like, well, it w- yes, Jeremiah's like, oh, that's my son. What am I supposed to do? Which. Correct. Spank Correct him. his ass. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like that. Beat him. Paddle him. I feel like that opportunity has long since passed. Gotta go McClintock on his ass. Yeah. If, if Alicia can paddle Jake. Right. <laughs> then I think you. <laughs> Which she clearly did. Oh, I'm. Yeah. Red marks everywhere. Smashed him to bits. Red marks everywhere. <laughs> anyway. So, but I think the flip side of her not, uh, Luciana not feeling comfortable is that. She also is reverting to, hey, these aren't my people. Yeah. And so, again, it's a two-way street. It's the other side of the coin. It's like, I don't want to try because I don't think you're going to accept me. And, and it's like both sides believe that usually the way this works is 
I'm comfortable around my people because that's what I know. And mm-hmm. I assume that you're not going to let me in because I really am thinking about, well, what would I do sure. in that situation? Would you let someone in? And until some, until one side says, with, with arms wide open, yeah. <laughs> until one side, you know, offers the olive branch and then backs those, those words up with their actions, they're going to continue to run in this problem. So I just thought it was interesting that all of this is happening together in the same episode. And I think this is really going to be a theme that's going to be explored throughout the rest of this season, especially with the introduction of Walker, which, you know, I'm hoping this is like some sort of badass Kung Fu tomahawk, Oh, that's not racist, is it? This is not. legend. Okay, you got me a tomahawk. I'm a, I'm an eighth Cherokee, so I feel like it's not racist. Oh, I get it. If sure, <laughs> I'm zero. I can say racist things. It's fine. That's right. I'm zero. Uh, no, just. Uh, I don't mean to be racist, he, but <laughs> he he and his group just a little bit that we've seen definitely more tactically prepared. Because oh, they yeah. planted a trap, and what a badass trap! How awesome was that old dude right. tied up in the chair? That was cool with all those ropes, so it doesn't fall off. Do we know what he was quoting? He's quoting a poem, mm-hmm. right? I don't remember the name of the poem, but it is either. a poem. Yeah, uh, the man who wasn't there. I think so. Something along those lines. Yeah. Um, pretty pretty weird. But taking cool. the time to expose his brain. And have that damn crow just oh. hacking away at it. That was awesome. Wow, I made it was... easy for uh, Madison to stab. Now, is that her first human kill? Hmm. Hmm. No. Was he? He was essentially dead. Agree, but he had not <laughs> turned yet. Right. Because a walker or infected would not be reciting poetry. This is true. Yeah, but is was that situation much different than? Poking your knife in a head that of a dead person before they, I poke my knife into lots of things. I know. Um, At least you didn't say people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sometimes it's people. Yeah, just depends on what I can do. What you got to do? Um, yeah, no semantics. Yeah, but I think think it was part of her asserting her leadership dominance. Hey Troy, my dick is really bigger than yours. Yeah, that's yeah. what she was showing. Like, I don't <laughs> think any awesome. of them have ever, like, sure they've killed people that are tied up, sick, or wounded, but right. having to like put someone down out of like pity, and they've mm-hmm. never done that. And so I think that was yeah. is different. It's it's not the same as being like, oh, we're playing a game. Let's kill this person. See how and long she it turns. Did, she didn't hesitate, which I think it was. No. It was she just grabbed his knife, like right. took it out of his pocket. Like here yeah. we go. So do you think? Do you think Madison is just playing a game with Troy? I think her being a high school guidance counselor, she feels like she understands people like Troy. <laughs> she gets him. I feel, and I feel I like, she, and I yeah. feel like she is just using some of the training that she's known from people like that in the past and how yeah. to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that it's a game. I, I don't think, think it is. I think it's just. I know how to deal with people like you, and I'm just going to do this to show you well, that yeah. I'm not falling for your crap. And his type of character is pretty easily like readable sure. with anybody who will take some time and, and react accordingly to how they're acting. Is he that different from Nick? No, no. which is why they said that they could be friends. Yeah, yeah. And Jeremiah notices that about Nick, too, because when Nick says, hey, Troy doesn't know who he is, and Jeremiah's like, well, do you know who you are? It's not the same. Right. Isn't it though? <laughs> Isn't it the same? You really don't, and neither does he. They're just trying I, to find. You're just trying to find yourself. I love Nick's response to. Well, I know. I know. I don't know. No, I don't know what I am, but I know I'm not that. I know I'm not that. Not what I asked you. <laughs> not what I asked <laughs> you, son. You some bitch. Yeah, <laughs> so I think Madison and Jeremiah, they have more in common than they would maybe like to admit too, which is why Jeremiah mm. wanted to keep her on the ranch so bad. Like, hey, there's someone else. Who understands what I and can see what I see, and I'm not gonna be around forever. Someone like that is gonna be useful to have around. Yeah, well, it's, I, yeah. I think, and he's also lacking a right hand person. Like he has his sons, but he knows they both lack in certain you know areas. One's a wanderlust. Yeah, and one, one's a psycho. One loves art, and one loves to kill. 
you know, and there's no it's like pleasant a middle ground. It's like a pendulum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she is. I think she's the middle ground, which is essentially like you said, yeah. where he's at. Yeah. Well, would she, would she be where she's at if Travis wouldn't have died? I think, I think that's. So. I, do, do you <laughs> weirdly like I don't know, and I, I think I already talked about this on an episode. I it just didn't really strike me her having or her going through an extreme change whenever he died. Like there was an emotional period, mm-hmm. but I think her leadership and you know she she was already the one taking charge, agree, and and leading things even whenever Travis was fine. Yeah, so. Maybe it enhanced it a little bit, but I think she was still on that path. So what did you feel about her interaction with Walker when Walker was like, you've joined a dying cause, and she said, you made it my cause when you shot down right. Travis. Mm-hmm. I was like, that doesn't feel real. That do- I don't know if she was putting on a show for them Maybe. or if she was really supposed to mean yeah. them, because I, I don't see that. I've never got the fact that she was like super broken up about Travis dying and she wants vengeance on the people that shot him down. Because, yeah, yeah, why would she owe allegiance to them at all? Like, how the only reason that would be her cause is because those individuals killed Travis. But there's no, she has really no tie to the ranch people. Really, she doesn't. Just the fact that she was taken there and she likes it, and yeah. they've gotten they're prepared. But them killing Travis doesn't really change anything. It doesn't make it her cause. I don't know. Well, I I don't know if they're trying to convince us that that is why she's doing this because it felt like they they said that more than once in this episode. Like she she said, "We want vengeance for this people," and then she said, "And for Travis," and then Travis. I'm right. all this is all about Travis, and it just kind of fell out of nowhere. Well. I think it fell out of nowhere on purpose because I think that's just her trying to make it look like that's the case. That's what I'm saying. For them. She's playing a game. I, for I don't her. I don't think it's for us. Yeah. I think it's for them. Yeah. And I don't think she's necessarily playing a game. I mean, to some degree you have putting to, on a show. Yeah. I mean to some degree there's a little bit of showmanship there. Because that goes in line with asserting her She's really trying to help Troy is what she's trying to do. I mean, it's weird. I'm almost popped your eye out mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to help you. And then he, he was real close to killing her in her sleep. Well, and just because she undermined his authority, yeah. which is, yeah, which is a bullshit reason, but I get it based on that kind of mentality. That's how they think. Right. I need to. This is my mission. Yeah. This is, I'm my own man. Look, I'm the boss. It look, ba- yeah. you little baby. Yeah. Right. Your men have no shoes, which those rocks must be razor sharp, by the way. Me- yeah. Me- so walking Mexico. On, walking and- on hot asphalt or <laughs> hot desert. It's, well, it's, how do you it's choose? It's not the rocks I'm worried about. It's the thorns mm. and the cactus. Oh, yeah. And oh, the, yeah. oh your feet could get what torn is, up What is that? It's a. Uh, there's some name for a little shrub and it has these crazy thorns. A I don't know. Pear? Anyways, oh, it's not a cactus. You don't get you don't want to get in a fight with prickly pear. No. It's you, like I fall bull, metal. It's bull, metal. Bull, metal. Oh, bull metal. Bull metal. Bull metal. Bull metal. Bull metal. Bull metal. Sorry, yes. sorry, sorry. Oh, you yeah. wish you hadn't yeah. touched that. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> oh, man. See, I don't I didn't understand why none of them didn't like cut the sleeves off their shirts and wrap their feet. And wrap their feet. Yeah. Because, well, they didn't have any weapons but still tear that. Oh, yeah. we've seen the office. Michael did that with his suit pants. <laughs> even if it's you, doable, even if you take your jacket off and put your feet in the arms, and you have to scuttle yes. a little. There's bit. There's things you can do. Oh, yeah. you best. Believe Anything's better than being. If barefoot. my feet were bleeding, I would find. If a I'm way. not a hobbit, I'm wearing shoes. Well, yeah. Once your feet are jacked, you're hosed. Oh yeah. It's like yeah. in the old west yeah. when someone kills your horse or your horse dies on you. you you're, well, you're fucking dead. That's just, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a nice little segue. Wasn't it? <laughs> that was nice. Anyway, well, so are we gonna are we gonna touch on Nick? Yeah, we were scrubbing there. scrubbing walls. Might as yeah. well now. Let's mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Why don't you kick us off? <laughs> what was that all about? <laughs> what the hell uh, was he doing? I just wanted to point out <laughs> whenever Jeremiah was like, "You're really good at this," and he was like, "Yeah, my dad was a contractor." <laughs> I wanted to be like. <laughs> 
you don't get to tell someone they're good at at scrubbing a wall. <laughs> like that's not a skill or a talent that's, or a craft. And Nick, it's wax n- on. It's not a compliment. He's just <laughs> whoosh, 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 wax on. Man, wax you're good off. at this. I got yeah. a barn you can do when you're done with this. Yeah, which oh, man, I don't. I don't know why they're keeping this little shanty on top of the hill. Well, it's historic, sentimental. It was the first building, sure. but Nick it used didn't to be know the only this. building on the property. Right. I think Nick feels bad because the night before he'd been watching them dance on the porch. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, that's what I wanted with Luciana." Sure, and he mm. was he was hoping for the future, mm-hmm. and so seeing that just go up in flames. Yeah, that's good. I did forget about that little piece. Literally go up in flames. He's like, "Oh, maybe I can repair this, so there's some hope for me and Luciana." Well, I think it's him trying to be like, "Okay, I can make this work. I can make my mom, my sister, my family, and my girl yeah. all happy." He wants in his heart of hearts. He wants to stay. Yeah, he wants a, he wants a future because he's like I've done everything else you can do in this world and i shouldn't be here yeah. anymore so the 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 least i can do is just slow down throw some roots down and try to survive mm-hmm. and and do the family thing in this crazy messed up world and mm-hmm. try this love thing yeah yeah because he has not he hasn't been a great family member in the past <laughs> no i think and that's so, an understatement i think yeah he knows just that. like jeremiah is restarting with his sons mm. he feels like Maybe Nick is thinking he can kind of jump on that train and restart with his family. <laughs> and that's a tough decision for him because his mom and his sister he wants to be around too. But Luciana, you know, can give him things that they can't. Mm. <laughs> so, can well, she? I mean, it, stop. It, stop. Well, if it was uh, his uh, stepsister, uh, uh, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Yikes. We're not talking about Chris. We've seen those. We're videos. not talking about Chris. <laughs> he may not be dead. Go on. God, that, that, I, would, <laughs> I would stop watching the show. Nope, he's dead. I didn't see it. No, he's, he's dead. He's dead. He's we didn't see dead. He's dead to me. But, yeah, just Jeremiah <laughs> kind of talking to him and fathering him, because, which is something that Nick, I don't know if he ever got that from Travis, because Travis no. is still in, like, stepdad mode, which is trying to, yeah. I, want the kid, I want the kid to like me. I want the kid to like me, even though he's doing drugs mm-hmm. and ruining his mother's life. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do this. I can't have these kind of conversations with him. But for some reason, cleaning a house together gives Jeremiah that in to, you know, mentor and give him some yeah. advice. Well, I think it's a mutual kind of thing because I think Jeremiah sees an opportunity to maybe come along this young fella and sure. give him something that'll be useful for him that he really hadn't been able to do with his own sons. It's yeah. like almost like a he missed partial, partial yeah. do over yeah. because he was a, a drunk mm-hmm. and, uh, Selling I don't know buckets. God, I can damn you, near shot my dick I, off. <laughs> damn near <laughs> shot my dick off. That'd make me quit. I know. Reality check. Uh, could you imagine shooting your dick off? No. Well, not that. No. Imagine uh, damn near shooting your dick off. No, not, not even that. <laughs> I can't even imagine any kind of scenario yeah. where there's that, a gun anywhere close. No. It's not happening. <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, gun, pencil sharpener, <laughs> any kind of sharp Scissors. implement, anything like yeah. that. Nope, not happening. Uh, but no. So doing something to get you in trouble and getting, getting your ass thrown into the cellar and then dad forgetting like a day later. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, uh, Oh shit! Yeah, I guess I better go get him. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> that might leave some scars. Damn. Yeah. But so I think this uh this is just an opportunity for him. It's like you know I've, I've got some wisdom. I've got something that I think I can share, and maybe this is an opportunity for someone to be able to take it and use it, as opposed to I'm not. I don't. Not, I'm not going to listen to you because you're. You know why should I? Yeah. You put me through all this pain and misery. And what you have to say don't matter no more. Well, and so, Nick is so you, really searching. Absolutely. So yeah. I think it was a mutual thing. He wanted to give advice, and Nick wanted, wanted Nick advice. needs a father. I mean, he got it from that crazy lady that Daniel burned. That's right. So. Yeah. We're all looking for that. What were you going to say? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, I was just going to say he's pulling a real Herschel. Uh, no. no. <laughs> but so much better. So much better. Alcoholic. <laughs> he so, was in Sam Crow. Okay. <laughs> That's the only. No, it yes, it does matter. It does matter. Oh, so Jeremiah is infinitely better than Herschel, as far as you're concerned. Troy is infinitely better than Herschel, as far as I'm concerned. Wow! Wow! Worst character in the history of the show. All right, man. I got 
No words. Yeah. Well, you, Tara. Tara. Get out of here. Okay. So do That's you feel like, uh, or Tara, depending on what side, uh, what side of the pond you're on. <laughs> yeah, what side of the track. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Away from Tamiel. Um, so do you, do you think uh, Jeremiah was trying to stir, steer Nick into this, uh, you need to not have this dislike of guns or fighting or uh, you basically every house needs to have a gun. I'm not sure, sure I subscribe to that. I, I understand what he's trying to say, but uh, because he made it a point to pick up that burnt up gun. It's a beautiful gun. Oh, well it is. And, and, it really is. And yeah, he's not, it, and he's yeah. not right. I mean, excuse me. He's not wrong. Yeah. It yeah. is a work of art. Sure. Uh, yeah. Just because something can bring about destruction doesn't mean it's not beautiful. Well, There's I mean, plenty think, of snakes that are beautiful. When you think yeah. about <laughs> when that was made and designed and just what it is capable of, it really mm-hmm. is a, a feat of t- a technological marvel. And sure. it's, it's craftsmanship. It's, it is. That it it's really still is. around. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But I really felt they got maybe a little heavy handed there. It's like, I don't know how I feel about this. You, what kind of, what are we trying to say with this here? And maybe I tried to make it out. What do you more think they you? were trying to say? Uh, I think they were trying to push the, uh, the no guns or the yes guns. I didn't feel that. I, don't know. I didn't feel it either one. I felt it was Jeremiah saying, Hey, you're the man of the house. You need to be able to protect yours, especially in this day and age. It It's, it's kind of weird to think that they would push no guns because it's a show about survival with yeah, guns, right? Yeah. Um, maybe I've just seen too much in our world recently, and I just instantly thought of, oh, God, this is not another message of no no guns, yada, yada. I don't need right. this right now. I, mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't matter where we stand personally. We're just talking about a silly TV show. Sure. But anytime something pulls me out, even for a briefest a second. Did that pull you out? Just for a briefest did, a second. Yeah. It pulled you out too? Uh, did, no, I agree. It did feel like a little message. Like a, oh, I didn't, I didn't get that like, at all. Like Nick is still living in a world before all of this mm-hmm. where where guns weren't necessary and, yeah. and you shouldn't. But oh, wow. And I think Jeremiah was taking a stance that he, you know, maybe a motto he had lived by for a long time mm-hmm. in his father probably taught him that every household should have a gun and so there was like this this stark you know difference of of opinion there but one thing you can't argue with now in their present situation is that yeah everyone should have a gun right now right and i think in the promo we see nick using the gun next week right so So we got over that quandary Yeah, yeah um I don't want to belabor the point. I just said it, it, it took me out for the briefest of seconds. I, I, I'm not mad at it. It doesn't, I don't care either way because gotcha. whatever you want to do, you it's do. Your it's you your do. show. You, yeah, you do. You <laughs> do whatever. You do, house, you do what you want. Um, but in that situation, yeah, you need to be able to protect yourself. And I think yeah. ultimately that's what Jeremiah Cool gun to, to protect say. yourself with. Yeah, no, great, great people. Well, it's not the best choice. And no, no, but <laughs> it is. Magnum. But you go with what you have. Yes. You go with what you have. And he cleaned it up and he essentially gave it to Nick. And I felt like that was a nice gesture. It's like a peace offering. Yeah. Basically, uh, and this was after he had a discussion with Nick. Essentially trying to figure out, well, Nick, you need to decide what you want to do. Your lady wants to go. Your mom wants to stay. What do you want to do? It's like the notebook. What What do you want? What What do you want? What do you want? Damn it, woman. What do you want? (laughs) And I think that's important because that's that's us every day. You need to decide what you want. It's not about what anybody else wants. You need to – now, don't be a dick. Well, and that's hard for Nick. Consider people – opinions and their desires but don't just go with the flow and do something just because it is what someone else wants to do or is it what someone else wants to do know who and i think essentially that was like the exclamation him giving him the gun and saying what do you want to do was the exclamation point on what he asked earlier which is who are you yeah well nick has struggled with that because he's always done what he wanted Without right. regard right. for other people. That's right. So now he's trying to turn over a new leaf and be like, okay, I want to try and make everybody happy. And and I get that. Yeah. And so it would be hard. And yeah, I, it's, it's I love that him. he didn't like 
make any effort to chase after her or anything like that because essentially like he was just fine with how it turned out and he wasn't like gonna chase her to get his way well he had just gotten a fresh slice right so give him give him yeah, a couple yeah. hours that's true, that's true. <laughs> well i mean in, i think he also he'll be took- hitting up that lunch girl pretty soon <laughs> gretchen gretch let me get some of that hooch Come here, gretch. <laughs> but, i mean he let her make her decision to yeah. do what she wanted to that's do right. and she had valid reasons for thinking what it, she it thought. just wasn't selfish like yeah he gave her the opportunity to stay and mm-hmm. try to pitch his side of it, but ultimately he wasn't running after her or forcing her to stay or anything. That's what I'm saying. I think we'll see her again. I hope so. I hope we see her and Ophelia together. I'm sure. I think, I, I mean, I've heard a lot of people say that Ophelia is going to be with this this group, Walker's group. But It's entirely I, possible. Yeah, I think it's entirely possible too. But it's, we're five episodes in. She's going to be showing up here shortly. Of course. You They're think not, next I don't episode? Think, I don't think next episode. I think they may stretch it to the mid-season. I think it'll be a couple episodes. Then, like when the What group is Daniel going to be doing? Just looking, driving around? I think Daniel's going to be with the group, too. Yeah. I think Daniel's going to end up with Walker's group as well. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll see. But no, I thought it was a good episode. And it's nice, the questions that they're asking. And Strand is going to head back to the dam? I don't much care. I... <laughs> Do you I feel need that, to go where I'm valuable. Do you feel that way too? I mean, one of the most interesting characters from season two. They've ruined him. Yeah. They've made him so weak and so, mm. like, all the things that made him an interesting character, the way he could talk his way into anything, make himself valuable, they've really belittled that and made it seem like he's useless. Well, and he, he has no discernible skills. It feels really, like, Weasley. Really, yeah. Right, and it, that he hasn't changed, and he's Slimy. still stuck in who he was before, and he hasn't changed to benefit anything. It's Wesselton. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but I think that's on purpose, sure. but I agree with I you. I agree. I agree with you. I think it's on purpose. I think because once, once he – and I, I still think that he was in love. Oh, I, I really do, do. A lot I, of people, they try to say, no, he wasn't. No, I really do think he was. Yeah. And I think – because we saw that there was a period where he's like, well, I'm not sure I want to continue to be on this earth. But then his normal strand ways took over. But I think he's internally wrestling with that. And that's why we're seeing him slip up. And then we're yeah. seeing kind of the 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 the, the flaws in his – He talks uh, – he's talking in himself his game. in the corners. Yeah. Which he would never do. No. Never do before. No. That, that whole thing with – So cocksure and he's just not yeah. at all. Yeah, and and I don't I don't like it. I don't either. It's, it's, it's not hard to watch. It's not the strand that I know and love. It's hard to watch. He's desperate. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, good, great episode. Yeah, loved it. Loved it. Um, that was good. Gonna keep watching. Yeah, that for, <laughs> for sure. sure. I would keep watching even if we weren't <laughs> doing the show. All right. <laughs> so let's address this Travis travesty, okay. if you will. Let's one of it. us claims that he was bit which well it used to be two of us <laughs> i i just went along with what you said you were so sure and i was watching it at my desk while i was oh working my so God. i thought oh maybe i just missed it so i what was on his side this it was is, but we're gonna we're gonna let, let, we'll get to that in just a second I, yeah. so i just so, misread that wound yes you did yes and we're gonna explain why um, like teeth. This is original. This is official. This is word from the show. From okay. the show. So I, I So two nights ago. Two nights ago. Yeah. So I'm getting caught up, and I watched the episode. I, I, first of all, I miss Travis because he. I mean, he really turned into a badass, right. and he. Yeah. And and right so, when he was getting awesome, they got rid of him. I mean, he single handedly killed like what forty. Sure. Forty walkers. With 30, James 30 buck and, then, and rebar. Oh my god! He just yeah. went ham yeah. on those infected. Um, but I watched closely, and at no point did I see him get injured. A, B, was there the, after the fact? Was there no indication that he was? Of course, you know you could be hopped up on adrenaline. I get that. But here's the 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 first thing that I would point to is knowing him and his character. He never would have got on that helicopter. Yeah. If he was bitten. Okay. I, I just don't believe that because he 
would have been straightforward. There's no reason to believe that he's a character that would keep something like that to himself. I mean, himself. he shot his ex-wife in the head He cared, she got bit. He cares too much about other people. Yeah. That's who he is. Um, so the second part is that the on – I think it was on The Talking Dead. Yeah. Uh, Dave Erickson, the showrunner, mm-hmm. flat out said that it was the bullet from underneath that – Came up, clipped him in the side, and, and he ended up neck. in his neck. So, clipped but wasn't him in the side. he hit on the left side, and he was sitting on the right side of the helicopter? He was hit here and then hit in the neck. So, he, yes, he was hit in the left side. It went through the uh, helicopter. See, okay, here's okay. my issue with that. Okay, go that ahead. Is let, a let, weird... him, let the man talk, and then sure. we'll tell him why he's wrong. That, Absolutely. Well, that is a weird wound <laughs> yeah. Agreed. To, to somehow, like, I think there's a reason he had to say what that was. Oh, I agree. Would you agree? I so agree. I think that's a weird wound to show and not clearly show in the scene where it happened. Mm-hmm. I think that's bad. I I do. I don't disagree. Yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah. If you and especially honest, that for it to be an entrance wound and it to be like eaten up the way it was. So, you ever heard of a little man named JFK? One bullet <laughs> went in and out of him seven yeah, times. No, I agree. I agree. It absolutely happens, but an entrance oh, wound? I don't believe that. I was just grassy knowing three dudes. bullets. Just saying. So, uh, w- 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 when you're in a helicopter and there's, okay, there's just. They don't armor the bottom. Oh, they don't armor the bottom at all. Let's talk it, about all y'all's experience in, in a helicopter. Well, my father in law <laughs> did fly helicopters in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> As did mine. And I was so, spitballing that one out. And there. so I should have known better. Okay, so I Shit. I did a place I, called Vietnam. There are rules. I did watch the clip of his death before I watched any yeah. of the episodes. Yeah, and I saw the whole s- sequence, and it should it should have snapped because when I'd heard that you had said that, and then I knew that he had fought in the Walker pit. Pit. I made the same assumption, but I really it should have clicked that oh. It it probably was just the bullet because a again he wouldn't have gotten onto the the helicopter he would he would have told someone I'd been bitten yeah and I think he would have made a point to have to try to reconnect uh, with Madison yeah. and he would have at least told her yeah and given her the option to do what what needed to be done yeah so what what these guys would do is they would in actual military guys would take and sit on their helmets. So that so that if a bullet came, so through, that a bullet came through, it wouldn't, wouldn't get go in, right, right, right. So wouldn't get in their vital parts. Hit them that's in the right. leg. Who cares? Yeah, you're you try you you're, you're trying <laughs> sphincter different. Yes. Uh, you try to protect yeah. uh, center mass. I don't I don't disagree possible. with how all of it happened or it yeah. being a bullet wound. I'm saying it it does help for you mm. to know the conversation we had on the podcast before you went and watched it. Yeah, because it you already had you know, a more heightened right. sense of awareness. And I didn't think he got scene. bit, but it, it was, but pl- seeing it, it was plausible. Time, to, yeah. You, it was plausible to that, me. That just goes to show like seeing it one time, you didn't have enough evidence to really back it up. Yeah. And so, yeah. And you it, were so yeah. convinced that he was bit. I was like, okay. I didn't know what else could have happened. But I was like, okay. Was like, that's, all right. Fuck it, it. That's it, why he jumps out the window. I, hey, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm with you. Yeah. I think that it is a logical conclusion sure. to come to. If, presented with the data that you're presented with in yeah. that okay well yeah. that's what i have to I, there's some yeah. some gaps here so i need to make some leaps that's the most logical thing and if and if you don't and if they didn't explain it i get it that yeah. i i think that's probably where most people went with it and then i asked the question why did he choose to fall out of the helicopter was it a choice to fall out or did he accidentally fall out uh, it was a choice okay so I think he was just trying to end. He was just sure he was dead at that point. And he didn't want to turn into you get shot through the neck, yeah. Well, obviously he should know, especially since he saw people getting timed, mm-hmm. that he wouldn't turn into a walker in the instant. And so there was no fight for his life. Which was another reason why I went back to it being a bite. Cause I was just like, Oh, he's bit and he's shot in the neck. Sure, go ahead and jump. But like just him mm-hmm. being shot. And still being alive, there there was really no fight. There was no like, oh, let's assess the situation I, before you go falling out. Well, of the I helicopter. think he didn't want to put anyone else in danger. 
Like Alicia would have had to unbuckle herself and come over and try to check on him. And the helicopter's trying to dodge bullets and stuff like that. And he's like, no, 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 I'm just going to get And he doesn't, being in that situation, he doesn't know how how good the care is going to be. Fair. Right? He doesn't know these people. And I think he He has zero reason to trust these people. I think he just... I think he just went through it and go and went, I can't risk some sure. further harm coming to Alicia. Yeah. I can't risk being a burden. Yeah. I have the opportunity to handle this now. Let me go ahead and get it taken. Do care y'all of. feel like the fact that we've had uh this long of a conversation just about his death and deciding <laughs> what it was and what it could have been, do you feel like that cheapens the way he died? No. No, not at all. Now, I feel like it does a little bit on a storytelling point of view. Like I, f- I feel like, like as a viewer looking at it, if I'm having to guess why he's gone, and and maybe watch the episode multiple times to really get it, or maybe I'm the only one who really had to do that, but I don't see that as the case. I think I think that's fair. I I do wish that he'd had. M- more of a closure and I understand shock factor and like, Oh, this is totally out of left field. We didn't see this happening is, is one thing, but I feel like Travis maybe had done enough to earn more than what he got. Right. Sure. I totally agree with that. Yeah. But I think that the way they did it was the point so that we would talk about it. And I think that this whole season is going to be the aftermath of his death. And it's weird that we say that now because we really haven't, Experienced other than her, other than Madison saying, Well, you took one of yeah, ours. Ah, oh, you took one of ours. That's my cause now. Is she a pirate? Ah, yeah, ah, you took oh, my booty. I'm interested. Hmm. Yes, they're gonna take some booty. That booty. Um, she's also in Sam Crow, so I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> damn it, with you. No, I, I think there hasn't been enough mourning and res- that time and response, and I think that. I think that there's still more to come. And so I think that there's still some poignancy that's going to be uh, as a direct result of his, of his death. And I don't know when that's going to play out in this season, but I think I, I just feel like they, you can go with it's complete shock value, but I just don't, I, I don't believe that that's the case, even I though it not. is shocking. I, yeah, I, I hope think they give him. I something. think they're. Go- I won't love it if if it's four or five episodes after and, you and don't then hear- they start mourning. Yeah, like that or that we- will be really annoying to me because I'm like, you had your chance, and I, I know like oh maybe they didn't have time, but I think they have time. They did. I mean, she's they're getting on a high range. in a cellar. He's scrubbing a wall. They have time to mourn. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's right. time. That's right. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, I better not see anybody mourn. Two episodes from now. <laughs> Who you, you missed your chance. You're crying? Who are you crying over? Right. right. Cut that shit out. You're full no. of shit. Don't believe you. Don't believe Stop you. that. Stop that. Yeah. They'll just have a whole scene where Daniel is crying. <laughs> it could happen. Alicia, Alicia and Nick just bawling their eyes out. Right. Our stepdad got shot. Daniel yeah. should cry since there's no place in heaven for him. Yes. And he doesn't know why he's been spared. Uh, neither, neither do we. Neither do we. Go to hell, Eugene. All right. So what is on tap for the rest of this week? Oh, I think, God. oh, I don't know if we're going to survive, but we have Pre- another series Pre- that kicked off. Sure. Pre- Last <laughs> night, Preacher, actually the second half of the premiere or sec, uh, episode two is happening as we speak or has probably just ended. Now, yeah. Um. So there is. How exciting. I'm assuming we're going to do both episodes into one podcast episode that i would hope so that would be the (laughs) the smartest thing we could (laughs) i would hope so and it's going to be out sometime later this week we don't know exactly when so you want to keep your eyes peeled for that yeah yeah. Uh, and if you're not watching preacher i don't know why you're not watching preacher it's good (laughs) so good uh i get it though a lot of people don't like to it's a little too weird for them, and, and, and I, it's a little. People I don't say, know what it is. Some people they're like, "What? There's it's religiosity." I would in it. really encourage people <laughs> if you have started the show and turned it off, start it again. Yeah. Start it at the very beginning, because literally that was my situation. Mm. I had gotten halfway through, and I was like, "I I liked it, but I wasn't fully invested in it." And then I I found some time this weekend, and I blitzed that show, and then all of a sudden I was just like. 
My eyes were open. <laughs> I saw the light. More I got my this. wife hooked on it, and she's yeah. loving oh, it. So wow. I'm just like, duh. It's, it, so it's dark. Oh, I know. We're super dark people. But, oh, the, you the are. meat doll? And it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's There's all- only one God. <laughs> the God of meat. The God right. of meat. <laughs> oh, uh, so, so be on the lookout for that. That's going to come across your feed here shortly, and then uh, we'll decide... Uh, what we're doing from here on out from here on out and i, I we're not gonna drop we're i don't think we're we gonna re- drop one we're, we're not gonna drop no we have to do both uh i promised moose that we would do both uh well i we promised ourselves moose, we would do both that there's that as well but and, moose is more important well we can't you can't make us pick. <laughs> right you can't make us pick between one or the other no you really can't can't and they're so very different but yeah. they're they're all so very good yeah. uh so we don't we don't know what day the preacher episode will drop just yet, but be on the lookout for it, and then we'll we'll definitely try to stay consistent with getting that out. Totes, um, two episodes every week. Are they going to be premiering on Sunday nights as well? Or uh, they've already premiered, out? right? Well, so, sorry, not premiering, but airing, it, airing. It, yeah. So to be Fear the Walking Dead at eight and Preacher at nine, and then Talking Dead at ten. Okay, not that we care about that show. At that all. is absolutely correct <laughs> because but, they had Snooky on last night, uh, and I'm like. Well, cancel the show. That's it. Yeah, I, I know why funny. I didn't watch it before, and now I really know why I'm never going to watch Snooki. it again. Because honestly, instead you of love having Chris Hardwick, stop it. Instead of having Snooky, they could have had any number of of, of Walking Dead podcasters, right? Guest host instead of that trash can. Wow. I'm sure she's a wonderful human being. Really, she may even be a mother now. That doesn't. Let's all collectively you... mail uh, a Talking Dead and let say, him know hey, what we tweet, think. tweet tweet at Hardwick and at let Hardwick. him know, dude. You could say this picked... some horse shit. Get rid of Snooky and send the Fear <laughs> the Nth cast guys. Well, well, yes, us. We should be at the yeah. top of the list. Right. But what I'm trying to say is that there's any number of podcasters sure. yeah. that would have been better than that shit right. show. Right. Uh, and if you can't tell, I really don't care for. Jersey Shore was my favorite no. show. Was you it? don't like no, Snooky? Lord. I never once watched Jersey <laughs> Weird. Shore. Never ever. Weird. Uh, if you want to send us hate mail, yes. Uh, if if Jersey Shore was your favorite show, yeah, ever. We're at talkingdead.com. <laughs> <laughs> at midnight. That's right. Yeah. If you want to yell at us for uh, bad mouthing your favorite human being, Snooky, Snookers, you can reach us on Twitter. At fear anthcast or send us an email fear at anthcast.com. Uh, check out the website fear anthcast.com and uh, you can also drop us a line there. You can also donate to the cause if that's something that you are uh, looking to do. Any every every dollar helps, but uh, we appreciate you, mm-hmm. we appreciate you listening, and we hope that you have a great week. Be on the lookout for the preacher episode, get caught up on that so that you're ready to have your. Uh, ears filled with our commentary. Mm. Uh, and I guess that's about it. So let's get out of nice. here in the. Me- uh, what? I said it's very nice. I don't know what it is, but it's a very nice. Fight the dead. Fear, Fear the, the cast. <laughs>